With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 344 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man from Eastern Pennsylvania, Willie Saylor. To my right, back from Beemore and the Penn State duel, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. And to my left, Stephen Kyle Bradkey. And today, it, it's, uh, it's really a take-a-palooza. I mean... <laughs> the the Fix Soriano match could be it, its own five part FRL series, uh, and I think we have to start with that match. We have to start with the you know we we talked about it for so long. We had this thing highlighted and circled and underlined and even italicized. This match is happening. I've said this is going to be the NCAA finals, and the match happens. And you're like, okay, first period, all right, feeling each other out. All right, second period, all right. Feeling each other out some more, but they can't ride each other in the third period either. Okay. All right, let's go to sudden victory. Okay, no one is going to sh- Okay, no one's shooting. No one's going to shoot. There will be no. Okay, this is what's happening. And then we get to the top-bottom tiebreakers and about four hours of looking at locked hands that never were. Okay? So there's so many things to talk about, right? There's the inaction during the match. There's the lack of offense. There's the officiating. There's the calls themselves. There's the hands-to-the-face thing. I want to start with this because I saw a lot of heat thrown at the officials, okay? And I don't really understand it. I I mean, I understand the third one where they took the challenge themselves. But bottom line, they got every single call in the match correct. There was no locked hands even though there were two bricks thrown, but they had to look at those because the bricks were thrown. And then the third one, yeah, you could say don't make the wrong call there, but... That was so daggone close. It was so close, right? Because Nick's hands were locked around the body because they were standing. Dayton did put his hand down, and there is a period of time where Nick is allowed to let go, and he did, right? So that shouldn't have been called locked hands, but it's literally as close as can possibly be to being locked hands and not being it. So they go back, and this is where that, you know, you can say there were mistakes made because it took so long for them to figure out if Dayton was going back underneath. 
but they eventually got it right. And you could tell they were a little rattled when they gave the hands to the face and then they wanted them to keep wrestling. And But it all got sorted out. So really it just points holes in, okay, in something we've talked about, the review process needs to be a little faster. But ultimately, the the right calls were made every step of the way. And while it was a fiasco and a spectacle, as Nick Suriano said, the I guess you could say the right guy won, or at least you can say the right calls were made throughout the match. So I don't get all the heat being thrown at the officials because, I mean, this isn't a, you know, you realize, guys, at NCAAs one time, the, the wrong guy won the match, and then they went and voted and said, yeah, that wrong guy really did win the match, and we don't care about it. That's the thing when I'm like, okay, the process is wrong. This is the wrong rule system. Ian Miller got hosed, right? This is not that. The, the calls were right. Okay, it just took forever. It's normally not like that. And uh, final point, and I'm sorry I'm kind of hogging this early, but final point I want to make here about the process is it, it's literally, this is not an indictment on the review process either. In, in a dual meet, each team has one challenge, mm -hmm. right? They used them both in the same match, mm -hmm. okay? And then on top of it, the officials did something that we have said on this show multiple times Go back and take a look. You can. You have the right to take a look anytime you want. Take it, okay? And they actually that, overturned the call too. And they overturned the call. So I just am not going to be uh, uh, upset about that. This is not an example of of review gone amok. It's the worst possible example of every single way of the review process. This is worst case scenario. And even in worst case scenario, they still got the calls right. So I'm just not up in arms. I'm disappointed in, in the lack of offense. I don't know if it speaks to the incredible level of defense they got or a tentative approach, Willie. I'm, I'm curious for your thoughts. Well, I'm with you. You know, being there on the ground uh, and, and the, you know, with the crowd, 8,000 people there as well, um, everybody in the building, I think it was more difficult for them to take in and absorb everything and look at it the way that you're looking at, which is, I think, the right way. <clears throat> you know, when you're there to watch a match uh, and there's locked hands calls and they're reviewing it and it takes a half hour, you're like, oh, man, you know, these refs are taking forever and, and oh, man, it's a bad call and this and that. But the, the luxury of replays and the luxury of, you know, an hour after the duel watching it and watching the match and, and taking in everything um, – you can see that they got the calls right, right? Yeah. But in, in real time, you're like, wow, this is a, this is a fiasco. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm glad that you're defending the refs because they got the calls right. Now, um, what you're saying about offense, I think the take that a lot of people had was, well, they're not, they're not out there putting themselves at risk. They're not, they're not going for the win. They're playing it safe. They're, they're, not pulling the trigger. And while, <clears throat> yeah, they didn't pull the trigger, I, I don't think that you can say to either one of them, based on their track record, that these these are guys that play it close to the vest and then are conservative. Um, I think if you want to criticize Dayton and Nick, don't say, oh, well, they didn't pull the trigger, they went out there, they didn't do anything. <clears throat> criticize that they didn't create openings because, or criticize that, they, you know, they couldn't create openings because from what I saw, it wasn't that they were scared to shoot. It's that there was nothing. They didn't set anything up to shoot. Um, 
And so, I mean, look at the match, and you tell me where there was an opportunity for those guys to have a solid attack. Well, I, 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 for me, you know, I've watched guys get to Dayton's leg this year. I mean, Montori Bridges got to Dayton's leg on a couple occasions this year, right? Like, I just don't think it's a, a situation. And same for, same for Suriano. I've seen better wrestlers get to both these guys' legs this year, right? Both guys. Yeah, I know, but I think I think okay, I think, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of past. both. I, I really I really believe it's a little bit of both. I think there is some of yeah, not many openings, but I think there's there was there was a and Mike. So Mike's going to do a telestration on like why these guys couldn't score right, and Mike can see things that we we don't really see in the moment. I, I seriously think he can see things a little slower than I can because there's some stuff I just don't catch. Maybe that's more about me than him, but. There was a moment where Nick was in. He had beat the head hands. He was head outside, and Dayton just kind of like stepped out of it, and, and Suryan just kind of backed away. I, I think there were opportunities on, on both sides, and there was just a little reluctance on, on either side, and for reasons I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I'm not judging it, but it wasn't fun to watch. I know that much. And here's the other, the, the main reason I was so disappointed in the match was. I love that I'm going to, all right, you know what? After Sunday, I'm going to know something. Yeah. I'm going to know Dayton's better or Soriano's better. At least he's better right now. There, there is no discernible skill differential whatsoever between these two, as far as I could tell. I mean, well, and, and the only reason Soriano had a slight advantage going into the second round of tiebreakers had they gotten there is because the kind of wonky rule situation where Dayton had to go back down after the bad locked hands call when he was clearly going to get out. But other than that, and I don't even know how much of a riding time advantage Soriano would have taken into the second set of tiebreakers, but basically there's no difference between these guys as far as I can tell. Well, there, uh, you know, I don't think that <clears throat> there was any discernible difference. Um, I don't think that we learned much um, and we can take anything away. I mean, actually, you know what I take away from it? I take away from it that I think that's the match we get if they wrestle again. I don't, I don't think – I think scoring's at a premium. I don't think that there's – I think that's what that's what it looks like when they wrestle. Yeah, I mean clearly. I mean, I would have said one takedown match. Um, well, I don't actually know that. I really think that, but I think yeah, the, you put the cap on takedowns in the match at one. You, you just don't see a scenario where both guys get a takedown or one guy gets two takedowns. I I, I think you're right. It's going to be like I mean, we have a lot of evidence now. We have like around four hours of wrestling footage that says these guys cannot score takedowns on each other. The the, the odd thing is. <clears throat> And you said it the last time when we were previewing the match is that the who's number one match was from a few years ago, but what has really changed? So nothing really changed in the in the sense that there were like takedowns didn't happen, but at least at the who's number one match, guys were in on each other all the time. Yeah. In in this version, they weren't in it at all. No, and and we didn't see you know Dayton. Dayton, while what, what he may not have in leg attacks, he has so many other ways to score with his pass by, his boot scoots, um, inside trip. He didn't really get to many of those positions. Nick wasn't really, you know, Nick wants to go to his left, right? He wants to go to Dayton's lead leg side, and it just wasn't there for him. And so, I, yeah, like like you said, it's just kind of 
this is the match, right? And if well, we get it to the NCAA finals, I don't know what what's going to happen. But neither part of me wonders. Take part, it down all year. Part of me wonders, um, and has neither guy's been taken down, right? And they're like, well, it's not changing. Uh, <laughs> not today. They, they had a silent agreement. It's like, hey, man, no takedowns. Keep so I think my other thought is, at the same time, I don't know if we do see that match again because they're both going to go into it knowing if this materializes the same way, I am counting on a coin flip or I am counting on something stupid like um, – Yes, getting two, two more seconds of tiebreaker riding time to decide the NCAA, my NCAA future. I just don't – I don't see either guy saying, sign me up for that. I think there, well, I think there can be a level of assertiveness increased. This is why I'm sticking to it. When I say that it wasn't – it wasn't that they were scared to pull the trigger. It was that they weren't openings. That's why I think the match stays the same because I don't think both of those guys after the duel and the coaches said, can't let it come down to that. You know, that's not how the match. I want to score points. I should be able to score points. To me, that's that's mentality. That's not reality. The reality is that there wasn't openings. Both are. Both are so incredibly sound defensively and hard to take down. That's why they weren't taken down all year. And I don't think you can teach a, a, a high-level wrestler like Nick Soriano or Dayton Fix. I don't think you can ma- force them to shoot when something's not there. I, they're not going to take a terrible shot. Yeah, no, Just I agree. satisfy a bunch of people that say and they're not taking no, shots. No, it's not. To, no, it's not about satisfying. It's it's, it's about this is what I have to do to to put the yeah. power in my own hands to control mm-hmm. my destiny if I win or if I lose. If I don't shoot, I am agreeing to a coin flip scenario or I am agreeing to let it come down to tiebreaker riding time. And I just don't see either of them subscribing to that in, yeah. at NCAAs. That's why I think. I don't think it's about pacifying um, fans no, that want, so want off. Not pacifying, but or not this not this urge to right. I, hey, put man, on I, the show. I, I have to score. I have to score. I have to score. I don't think you can I don't, I don't think they're going to force themselves to take a shot that's not there. They're too good for that. I agree. Um, and another thing that, that became, I mean, we have been collectively discussing this the entire season, that the hands of the face thing was going to ruin a match. I don't know if you can say it ruined this match because the match was kind of terrible before that. <laughs> By really. that point, the Maybe match was. Maybe you could was. say it, it was uh, it euthanized the match, just put it out of its misery. But <laughs> this is this is what happens. I mean, he went hands to the face, and what's really interesting, and, and once we get this Goodale mic'd up thing, he's talking about it throughout the match. He says, like... He told him immediately. was Well, at first, at first he, he wanted like, it against Dayton. Right. He's like... And then um, he kept telling Prince off. He's like, Donnie, keep him out of the face. He's like, Donnie, they're going to get him. It's going to happen. And then <laughs> when, it, when it happened, he's like... That's it. Match he's over. Like, he's like, that's it. Match over. Like He knew... He knew it was a problem. And one thing I wanted to ask Nick wasn't there. Be like, Nick, is it time? What adjustments do you need to make in? Is it your training and your match performance that you, you can't you can't let a match come down to this? Like it's a it's a really it's a it's a vulnerability in his game that you know he's given away uh, he gave away a point I think against Ernesty. Ernesty, yeah. Right. So in in these matches where points are at a premium and it's going to be. The, 
I think he need, it's something that he'll maybe have to start working on, right? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, what are you going to do differently? And I know it's something like it's a weird thing to work on. It's not like finishing shots or, or like riding, but it's going to be something he cannot do in against a few guys or it'll cost him the how match. About, how about like <clears throat> the match is going on. There's this. It's 30 minutes long, and it's a debacle, and it's like, this is crazy. And and then, in overtime, boom, hands to the face, match over, and you were like, yes, that rule exists. How yeah. freaking fitting for it to end like this. It was actually, in a way, perfect. It was just <laughs> yeah. like the bow, uh, the cherry on top of the uh, the crab cake we had. Um, so, But what did you make of – did you – did you think anything of both coaches kind of like sort of chasing that locked hands call? I did, it was weird. I, Cause I, I, I was like, uh. It was like they both went into it knowing it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I didn't see locked hands at any point. It did get a little, it kind of messed with my mind a little bit. They're like the same exact skin tone. So it looked like. Sometimes, like really quickly, they, they were, were also they playing were that game up. of over, under, oh. over, under, over, under, back, forth, back, forth. The closest one it actually was um, was one that didn't get challenged, and, and Brock Height put out a really good screenshot of it. It's in the third period, yep. and it's when they're doing that, and he has a screenshot, and Dayton's locked, but it's like, is it, you know, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Now, in that scenario, there, I don't think there, there is, is. No, there wouldn't be reaction there's time. There's no there reaction time. Because they were they were on the mat the entire time. And there's also yeah. the overlapping situation, right? Which is I, I don't know. The so, the announcers who I thought the <clears throat> the guys that did the announcing for Big Ten, the one guy was really good, I thought. Um, but at one point they go through this slow-mo replay and they're like, right there, there it is. No, that this one hand was Nick's and one hand was Dayton's. Yeah, like you're getting, was, her, you're getting her hands this. wrong. Yes, yes, that happened, and it tripped me out too. I was like, "Wait," because I was like agreeing. I was like, "Yep, there it is." And I was like, well, "That's not his hand. That's Nick's <laughs> yeah, hand." Wait a minute. But it was weird when when Nick sat out and it was like, Ooh, "I've never seen." It was almost like theatrical. It was like they were it both like trying to they make were, a point. Well, it looked like they were doing like a Rubik's cube with each other's hands. Like that's what it was. They were both like <laughs> classic. Yeah. Sit out Rubik's can't Cube. can't show the picture. Hey, and is... not for nothing, but they got to fix. That there could be anyone's couple, There was a couple. There was a couple of side things that were going on. One, um, in the first, in a match like that, when it's obviously, like, and it's looking like it's going to come down to riding time in OT, I, I, th- those clocks are never synced. Like, at one point, Dayton rides for 10 seconds, right? And then there's a review and stuff like that. And then they go back to wrestling. And Dayton has 10 seconds riding time, but the clock says 18.3 seconds. That's, that's literally impossible. There's a missing 1.7 seconds there. Hmm. So point number one is those clocks got to be aligned to a match that comes down that's, that's so uh, nitty-gritty, that's so down to the wire. And number two is <clears throat> they got to do something about the review situation that goes back to the overturned call because Dayton was going to get out, mm-hmm. but they called locked hands, and then Dayton did get out, but they reviewed it and <clears> overturned <throat> it, so Dayton had to go back down. Uh, I just don't like it. What they need, um, yeah, it's it's tough because you want to say, well, let it wrestle, let them go out. It's almost like in the NFL, 
It's like, just don't let blow the whistle. Out. Don't blow the whistle. So if it's a fumble or whatever, let it play out. The, the thing is, okay, you say I locked hands. Well, I let go here and let him. I don't know. I don't know how you solve that. I agree, it's terrible, and it's not. It's it's a way that doesn't really align with, like, measuring skill. But I I don't know how you fix it unless you say no review, which I don't agree with. I think you need review. So I don't know the solution. I know it stinks, um, but yeah. I think I, I think that's the call. What was so? Everyone, I mean, Twitter was was in fuego during the, yeah. it, was, it was peak wrestling Twitter. There's also the, like three thousand comments on Instagram, and I know that Will is not happy about it, but just like dude. the sheer volume of them was was mind boggling, and as well on Twitter. Just Instagram, say, just say no to I'll Instagram say, comments. I didn't I'll read all of them. I was just like, Twitter, holy crap! There's three thousand of them. Twitter makes me. I mean, Instagram makes me love the wrestling fans on Twitter. Uh, Twitter fans, you guys are all right, especially compared to the. The backdrop of Insta- Instagram makes me worry about the future of this country. No, I'm Willie. I'm dead serious. I'm, I am literally right Wait, there listen. with you holding your hand. Instagram, Instagram people. People of the when, gram. When, when, we put up, when we put up the Suriano interview, people responded underneath. Nick Suriano says it turned into a show. People responded, well, what did you expect? Flow pumped this up so much. They blamed us. <laughs> they blamed us for how that match happened. Yeah. I mean, and and I'm talking about not one or two people. I'm talking about this is what happens. They should have just they should have just shut up and let him wrestle. <laughs> Lo, Lo should have said much about this match. Good for them. It's a hell of a spin zone. It's hey. <laughs> that hurts my head. It hurts my head too. We get blamed for DeSanto too. He, you know, he mobs on uh. On uh, Lezak a little bit. That's also our, our fault, according to some. How is that? Trying to get people to our site. How is that our fault? I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but it is. And uh, I need. Are you we to... moving on to the? No, we're right? not moving on. I just kind of wanted. To, it was kind of a line. But another thing, what I was trying to say, Twitter was a, a flame. And what what these crazy matches and sometimes things that that we don't like to see does that, uh, I don't know, annoys me. Is anytime something happens, it's an people use it as their opportunity. So the freestylers all use it. Here's my time to to say this is why we need to do a freestyle. And during UWW season, anytime there's a bad call or someone wins by criteria, it's like this is why we need overtime. So every little thing is like an an example or an opportunity for them to crusade about not what's right for the sport, but it's actually just what you prefer. But you like yeah. to hide behind this is what's best for the sport, so you can say yeah. it and not be like be honest with yourself and say this is just what I want to happen. Yeah. Yep. So that's that was that's been happening quite a bit. Um, so yeah, th- this is the rule. The rule stinks, um, but it's the rule. If they say going into next year, you know what? You can't line up on the right side on top and bottom. Don't do that. You can't do that thing. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Well, but you can't do so, that thing. So to me, well, it's I like... hate the. Uh, sorry, Dan, but why I hate, I hate the constant. I hate the hands to the face rule that, uh, you know, that doesn't mean anything. And just they, they, you feel as if they can call it willy nilly. You know, sometimes, sometimes that's not that, a point, but other times it is. That's a good guys, point because both those guys went to the face the entire match. There was a guy who was, who was the kid at the 
Cliff King Las Vegas, where he went like this and never touched him. They were it like, was a uh, clarion kid. It was Balsack. Yeah. So uh, it, it feels very willy-nilly. And One time Brayton Lee tried to get them not give him a point for it. It's like, nah, He's on. like, please. Yeah. He's like, don't do that. Uh, the, no, don't. Team team match, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> but I will say that, like, Nick was really in his... I mean, it was... Well, yeah, it's clear. Yeah. He can't... There's nothing to do about... I mean, nothing... Not, well, that's, nothing what I'm saying is, like, they both did it the entire match. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Well, if I you're going to call it... They both were. I didn't see that. I'm not saying it didn't. I didn't see... I didn't see When Goodell instance... was asking for it, Dayton went to the face. Really? Right there at the beginning, yeah. And then I was watching the mic'd up, and there, it's pretty good. Like, it's a different angle from the live stream. I, I think the... Listen... I understand that it is not ideal that guys go, and we won't talk about this much longer. I'm sorry. All I think, all I'll say is this. I think there should be a warning. One warning, and then you, you know, a point is way too punitive. You can run around and stall and evade for an extended period of time, and you get warned for that. To me, it's just too punitive, um, and it's not, it's not flagrant. It's not over the top. Anyway... Anyway, uh, eat clean, bro. Moving, moving forward. Did you say eat clean, bro? Yeah, dude. That's the only that. thing I learned. <laughs> I saw that. That was a very uh, Jersey um, advertisement. So I don't know what this means. Uh, I don't know if it further cements in my mind that this will be the NCAA final or actually makes me a little more nervous by the, the lack of scoring. But I'll, I'll, I'll still stick with it. Um, we'll get we'll get this DeSanto Soriano this week. At some point, we'll have Soriano Micic. That'll be in February, I think. Mm. Can't wait. So, well, a lot more to learn. Not much more to learn about Dayton. I don't know if how many more tests he'll have. DeSanto well, and Big Twelves. He'll have DeSanto and Big Twelves, and if Gross is out, then yeah, you know, I, it's just basically DeSanto. Oh, and Montori again. He'll have Ernesty. Ernesty. Oh, Gomez. Yeah, we've seen that, Again. buddy. Yeah, I know. Um, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matt Schmidt. Matt Schmidt. Maybe oh, the- Mickey Phillippe. This yeah, weekend this he weekend. gets this weekend he goes Matt Schmidt, Mickey Phillippe. So I'm two just, more ranked. I'm matchups. going Dayton next topic till NCAAs. Okay, well these Fair, are all but ranked Phillippe wrestlers. Is a Phillippe is GD Leach ranked ahead of him going into this weekend. He could be a tough. Mm, he's kind of like a an optimized Luke Karam. You know, we watched Dane not score a, a point. You can't go next topic. All right, fine. Suriano majored him 8 0 mm-hmm. for what it's worth. FWIW. Yeah. Point. I'm with you, Willie. But you know um, what? But man, I, I support. Oklahoma I support. Is that match live on Flow? Is that at home or where's that at Pitt? That is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But we have the Matt Schmidt match. Are you going? Heck no, I'm not going there. Dude, you love it. Hey, how, Pitt is really quickly, Pitt is kind of killing it this year. Doing very well. There. They're undefeated. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't beat like a, a super elite team, but man, there's just but a lot. They're also of su- like fourth in Vegas. Yeah, they had a good Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they're they're coming along. They're not there yet, but they're coming along. I know, but what I think is that I had a hunch that Gavin would do well. I don't I don't know if I knew he would do this well, um, this fast. Um, but we always say, you know, Pitts. It's perhaps in the best area for wrestling in the, of any team in the country. Someone actually asked about that, Willie, last FRL. Like, that Listen, Whippy Pitt, was like down. Pitt, yes, true, but that's not going to last for long. 
Pitt is in a better location geographically probably than Penn State. They're in a better geographically than Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I think, you know, Gavin, with the work ethic and the, and the way he puts a team together uh, and, and, and changes the culture out there, they could be really good. I like their staff, Lean, Headley. They're also doing really good stuff on social media, which – I, I don't know. There's value in that too. I I, I don't know as far as building the team, but just like keeping fans engaged and putting out good stuff. Like it's better to have it than not have it. Amen. That race around pit that was cool. You guys yeah. see that? I didn't see it. That was pretty cool. Um, it was like a scavenger hunt around pit. Yeah, that was awesome. Berg. Okay. Well, you know, we we talk about guys sitting out. We talk about matchups that we don't see, but um, credit to like Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State wrestles a really good schedule. They travel. This week they were East Coast. Next week they're kind of East Coast too. Princeton has had an amazing schedule. I mean, like, you're seeing the graphics they're putting out about rankings and Kalazic has beat this guy, that guy, this guy. I mean, they went to Iowa. They went to Wisconsin. They went to Midlands. Um, on, on the Kalazic front? Um, pack tip to some of those schedules. Do we watch Do we watch Kalazic G and Ashnault G and say, okay, are, should we compare there, or is that stylistic? Um, I mean, Kalazic's been our number one all year. I, I, the guys look great, but remember, he he needed he needed late um, heroics to beat Jacory Teamer too. I don't know how much it says to me about um, like transitive as far as Kalazic versus Ashnall. What it says to me is where G Feller is, which is a notch below those guys. But I don't think it says anything to me about... He was several notches behind Kalazic. Man, Kalazic finished so freaking fast. Well, that's his thing. He's like one of the best finishers Just, in the game. When he's in, it's like, it's too late. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know what to make of... Um, I, th- I, th- I don't she, know, but we'll see it soon. For sure. Kalazic Ash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Live on flow. Really? Yeah. No. Promise. That Rutgers... Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daddy got excited. All right. Iowa-Minnesota wrestled each other. Yeah, they did. Caleb Young hit a headlock so vicious that Steve Blyze's face exploded. How somehow. did that happen? We, Kyle and I watched several times trying to figure out how he no came idea. up looking like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I think, I think Young's chin... When he came down, maybe laying on his face. I don't know what happened because his when they were locked both up, eyes out. What'd you say? His chin scratched both eyes out. <laughs> he was bleeding from both <laughs> eyes. He looked like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Willie. All I know is they're locked up upper body. Steve looks great. He comes up, and it looks like I don't know something from Braveheart. It was not good. <laughs> it was. I mean. It was kind of awesome, actually. It was pretty awesome. Because he gets up. I mean, he lost. But he gets up like, whatever, shakes a hand like, oh, he looks so awesome. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what happened there other than his face exploded. His but face that's not really the match. I mean, that was a cool moment. That match was otherwise quite boring. Um, so Gable wrestles Connor Corbin, which I, yeah. I don't Didn't know. even throw out Costello. I, I think Costello won the wrestle off to not wrestle Gable. That's my that's my theory, um, but I don't know if that's yeah I don't know what happened, but it was interesting. Gabe, Corbin kind of hung in there as well as 
you kind of can, especially that's probably the fourth best guy in the Iowa room. He battled as well. I didn't think Minnesota looked amazing. And then wrap around 125, Russell, who got teched by Spencer kind of quickly. Might have been first period last year. It was first, or I think it was early second, but it was fast. I remember filming that match, and they went out of bounds in like 30 seconds in. It was 10-0, and I was like, ooh. I remember he, I, th- I think he just missed like the first period. I could be wrong. But he's All right. absolutely come on, smoked come him. On. So what happened? He wins. He gets the first takedown, and then <clears throat> he can't turn him, can't ride him. I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get into 33 yet, Willie. I think we need to discuss Spencer. Uh, it, is it a continuation of maybe what could be described as a slump? I mean, is slump appropriate for a guy that just won a shutout over uh, an All-American? I don't know. But relative to expectation and what we've typically come to expect from Spencer, I, I you know, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it either. Although, <clears throat> afterwards, he did say, I mean, he had a quote that it was like, sometimes guys are working through things and no one knows about it or something to that effect. So, I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with him. Maybe he was sick, is sick. I don't know. Yeah. But, but you know, he didn't look great in the third period against McCall or Mackle and then the Midlands thing, and now a 4-0. I, you know, it isn't the Spencer we're used to seeing, but the Spencer we're used to seeing is a Martian. Like, right. I mean, you don't tech everybody 15-0, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure either. Um, but, yeah, you, the quote, it, it, it makes you kind of wonder what, what does it mean. Mm-hmm. Um, How often do guys – because like so, the reason he missed some matches earlier in the years because he was he was pretty sick, right? How often? Is that true? Well, like the which one did he miss? Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. Sure right. Wasn't one. wasn't that wasn't that the, the wasn't that what oh, they yeah, said that he was right. sick? Yeah. Right. 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 Sorry, I already forgot that. Like flu. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, how often do guys do we kind of and this isn't just like specifically Spencer, but like do guys have something that happens early in the season, and it. It compounds everything because, like, you miss a, a crucial week or two where, you, you know, you're you're practicing 50% or 60% or whatever, and it just kind of snowballs, and it takes you, like, a month and a half longer than we think it should to, to get healthy. Is, is there something like that going on right it, now, maybe? It could be that. And, you know, something we saw with Spencer is that, like, even last year, he and he was he was the tech dispenser last year, but it, he had ebbs and flows, but by NCAAs, he was absolutely, like, optimized guy so maybe he's a guy that just has a little more variance than the other transcendent dudes whereas like a Nolf just doesn't maybe have that dip but they probably had the same peak right mm-hmm. and maybe that's what it is with Spencer and come NCAAs he'll be optimized once more and it'll be back to like the just wrecking ball that he was a, a year ago that's what I'm anticipating personally yeah. and I think just right now he's working through a relative rut and everything's relative when when we're talking about Spencer Lee so he wins, gets his hand raised, then 133 pounds. We think we're not sure, but maybe Austin DeSanto got gassed up by a Twitter account that is not Ethan Lezak, which I find somewhat hard to believe because DeSanto is not on social media. Yet, yeah. Maybe that makes it the perfect crime because you could easily convince Everyone, him. They, someone told him about these tweets because as soon as the match ended, like Nelson Brands was quote tweeting it and like saying uh. like he, ch- he chose bottom. 
Yeah. Like they knew about this. They all knew. Yeah, they all knew. So that's what. That's but why that was. Did they not know it's a clearly people, fake account? And then people on Twitter are like, "Why are we making a big deal? Lezak was the one talking crap first. It's like, guys, it's a fake account, and it's clearly fa- <laughs> like. Look at. There were like read the tweets. There were like eight tweets. I tweeted. I tweeted something about the fake account being deleted, and somebody responded to me and said, "Oh yeah, was the was the Egum account del- uh, was the Egum account fake too?" It's like, no, the Egum one's real. A fake account. Can <laughs> he added Egum. Yeah, you, yeah. you could add Obama and Trump. That doesn't mean that <laughs> like so. We're pretty sure that they convinced him that Lisa. Which yes. actually, if that's well, one, if that fuels you, okay, fine. I'm a little surprised. But two, that was the best he's ever wrestled on bottom. He looked great. <laughs> Lizak couldn't turn him. He had two chances and couldn't turn him. He got away. Versus Somebody him. needs to make a fake Suriano account right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if if you just make a fake there, next DeSanto's opponent account, DeSanto wins the nationals. There already is. <laughs> you just gotta make them quick in case. There NCAA's. already is like a fake uh, Suriano one. Yeah, there it's has like to be Nicky Nick or something like that. I've seen it before. Man, that would be that'd be an interesting. You know, there's a lot of you know. Tom and Terry Brands and Morningstar, they're great, they're great X's and O's coaches and developing the skill, but maybe this it's time to, you know. Think out the box? Yeah, yeah. Give a, give one of the freshmen, put them in charge of making like fake Twitter accounts to like pump up their guys. I mean, he double dog dared him to take bottom, so he took bottom. I don't know. It was awesome. Nikki Flo. Nikki Flo. Part Flo underscore Nikki, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are uh Forever linked. So he wins. He gets a takedown. He gets away. He gets a reversal. Dominant. And then the time ticks down. And I, man, I didn't realize the firestorm I was entering by just tweeting that (laughs) video. Because I was like, everyone's seen this video. And all I was commenting about was that demonstrative kind of, um, I don't know what you want to call it. The 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 Wildcat DeSanto, we hadn't really seen that guy. You know, when he was winning matches or, you know, he used to last year he was like screaming at the corner. He says, I, I this is what I live for in the middle of a match. I'm here for that. I, I, I love that stuff, right? And so I I tweeted that, you know, he's like a volcano is a matter of of uh when, not if, meaning this is DeSanto and he's going to do these types of things. And everyone and I feel like I have to say, and, and I clarified that because I got some feedback from people that, that I really respect, that they were like, thought I was throwing DeSanto under the bus, which I was not doing. Um, and I felt like I needed to clarify it because I've been very, and we've been very pro, hey, Gable, Gable's going to Gable. He's going to f- do some face motion. He's going to get an extra shove, and he's going to do some things. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that, that it's okay for Gable. You know, what's good for the goose, good for the gander, right? But everyone really got mad at what Austin DeSanto did and did not like it. And it didn't really bother me. And, um, you know, now, I don't even know. They just, well, they, they equate everything back to NCAAs. And what he did to Michich. That was wrong. I know. And yeah. I know. And none of no one ever has been like, I was okay with that. No, like we, <laughs> that is never okay. <laughs> no one was like, like hey, at let's the hear moment, we were like, God, like, what was that? That was way too far. Um, and they were just like, well, we're just going to continue to let this kid do this until he does it again. And I'm, I'm okay with antics, right? I'm, 
I've always said I'm okay with Gilman. I'm okay with hey. I was okay with Ashnall. Right? Uh I'm okay with DeSanto. Except it I, I thought it looked I don't think it had the cool points. He it, it looked like with three seconds left, he was like, Oh yeah, the tweets. I'm gonna party on him a little bit. And and he's sort of like That's I think you just described what happened. I, and he's and he's sort of well, he was a little spazzy, <laughs> but um I don't know. I like the, I don't think the cool points were there for me. Now, some people are breaking this down frame by frame. This is a quarter film. To, we need we uh, need we need an alternative angle. Apparently, I mean, there's screenshots that he spit on the mat. I, I thought that he was like fake spit, you know. But I, I think stuff came out and went on the mat, which is that's not cool. I forgot. Like when, so we kind of had a conversation before the season. It might have been a question from a friend about like who are the biggest heels, and I thought it was going to be Gable just because I thought both because he's like going to be number one and probably going to win. Um, no, it's still Desanto. It was... It's 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 head and shoulders Desanto like by far. Oh um, gosh, he yeah. probably shouldn't have bounced Lezak's head off the mat. I don't really like that. I'm pretty cool with basically everything. I don't really like bouncing the guy's head off the mat. And he probably shouldn't spit on the mat either. So that's not cool. Don't do that, Austin. And then, uh, and then I, I'm okay with the, I never really understood this one. And it goes back to football. And I mean, Tyler Berger did it. But this one. No, Montoya. Well, I don't know. Maybe oh, Montoya, Berger. Montoya maybe. did it. Andrew Lears did it. Uh, who's uh, the one? People get way up in arms about Kyle, that. Didn't, wasn't that's, that banned from football? College yeah, you're football? supposed to be flagged if you do that in football. You can't even do horns down in football. Yeah. Throw. Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> he did, at least he goes, didn't. He didn't. With that one, it wasn't. He didn't, like, just, like, viciously do it to the crowd or Lezak. He, like, did it to his own bench. Like, I don't know if that makes it any better, but it was just, like. I don't know, but it was, like. You no. see your boys. They were gassing him up. Like, they yeah. were all cheering for him how and about everything. The, how about the hand slap? He's, like. <laughs> that was yeah. We tried to have so we tried to have LJ read his lips. He couldn't. He said <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? That's good. Like we're, we're I trying to be. My, we're trying to be big J's here. Yeah. I my friend uh, Terry Terry Waters. If you know Terry, who's a mentor of mine back in Virginia, great coach. He's deaf. He said DeSanto was talking too fast. He couldn't read his lips either. So we're trying. I don't know what he said. LJ said he thought he said. You know me. I'm gonna go talk to him. He's like, I don't, but I don't know for sure. He's like, that doesn't really make sense. So we don't know what he said. Um, I don't think it was. It wasn't like didn't look to be profane. But I am curious. It would probably reveal a lot to know what he said if it was like tweet, I, tweet related. I bet it was. Like it all makes sense. Him getting a little over animated there at the end, and then him talking to him. What? And also, why did Lee's like just stand there? He looked tired to me. <laughs> like he just like stood there and was like, Lezak, like just listen, listening to him. Like Lezak okay. can take his medicine. That guy has been the the victim of some some beatings, and he doesn't. Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, that's it? another thing where that it all makes sense is why, and it's a fake account because Lezak is the most quiet, reserved. They, I mean, he doesn't talk often. Yeah, like ever. He's kind of a shy guy, which is like. <laughs> I promise you that account And that's was probably fake. why the account was deleted but very you know quickly after the duel. And you know what? 
here's the other thing. I, I think some Minnesota wrestlers might have been. Well, they at least I, saw No, it. they absolutely were they behind it. They were retweeting it, it and yes. doing all this stuff. No. So they, they set your boy up. They were behind they it. They did set him up. Yes, that's why it was deleted is because they set him up. They no, got I, him partied on. They're like, oh, man. And they deleted it. You're right. I yes, think exactly No, they I, absolutely did it because as soon as the tweets went out, the account had no followers, no followers, and they were retweeting it. Yeah. We need to, um, they need a it team meeting about this. They, whoever made that needs to apologize to Ethan because it got him, got him, it inspired us in DeSanto to, for, to his best bottom wrestling performance of his career. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know where he's, else. He's going to continue to be a lightning rod the rest of his career. Yeah. And to, to Nomad's point about it was Gable. And the funny thing was, it was like, Gable just had this upward trajectory of of, of villaindom. Mm-hmm. And then Austin does basically nothing all year. And then, boom, he just, like, laps <laughs> him. Literally he the, lapped him in, in five the, seconds. Literally the day before, Morningstar was like, yeah, you know, working hard, you know, staying quiet. I'm not trying to throw Morningstar on the bus. But, like, literally the day before, he went on radio and said, like, yeah, you know, uh, Austin's uh, doing well, da 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 And then... Why are you this doing happened. Well? Everybody, everybody hates him. Everybody hates him again. Which again, like, don't spit on the mat. Don't bounce guys' heads. Yeah. I'm cool with a lot of. I'm cool with we a need lot to, of. We stuff. need definitive video evidence um, that he did or did not spit. I, I, I we can't I've seen it. There's a there's a white. This orb is uh, the Rondo the Chris Paul thing. So Rondo from Chris earlier Paul. this year. We we need HD footage. Rondo spit. Rondo did spit on him. S- speaking of uh, speaking of uh, villains, I want to go to this. Why in God's name oh boy. Oh, wow. are refs allowed to take points away in dual meets? You can't – Bill Belichick can mother F an official, and they can't be like, minus one to the Patriots. <laughs> Phil Jackson can make all kinds of sarcastic remarks, and NBA ref can't be like, minus two to the Lakers. Bear Bryant. Go Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant. What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> the point is either kick him out mm-hmm. – which that should they shouldn't have been kicked out for that, or it's nothing. Like I'm you assuming, remove the ability to r- so take team points away. We, that is absolutely ridiculous. We talked I, about a this year, last this is year. Ridiculous. It could be pretty awesome. I remember we we had a rule segment last year where we came up with our own cool rules. Yes. It's like one warning, and the next one you get ejected, like in baseball. Yes. And the, the coaches just go crazy, and it becomes a show. It'll be awesome. Yeah. They, I hate. They should. You know ejected. what I hate about. Uh, the point that's a good point, no matter and no other sport do they take points away. But what I hate about wrestling is when they take a point away, then if it really comes into so it doesn't matter. If they take a point away, it doesn't matter. Unless it's tied, in which the first criteria is how many points were taken away. Yes. It's like it's the only reason we're here is because you took a point away. There was so someone, it's double. Someone was tweeting this like Ashton and G Feller should both be suspended for what they did. I was like, shut up. Like, Scott Cadale had the best, like, summation of everything that happened. He really did. It was awesome. We need to upload it. Or it's on the site, but, like, upload it. Yeah, but upload it to social media. He was like, Anthony likes to have fun. I don't know. He was just messing around with the Cowboys. And, he, you know, he was recruited there. He has utmost respect for Oklahoma State. He knows all those coaches. And, you know what? Good for that guy for standing up for, for his team. Right, yeah. and it's, it's like he's like it's not a big deal. Let's move on. And yeah, that's all it is. It's yeah, hey, big, Big Ten wrestling fan, 
Is that who? Yes. What yes, his handle is. is on Twitter? Yes. He needs to quit. He needs to. Just, <laughs> he needs Lord. to just shut up. He just he needs to shut. This is this is what's wrong with the world today. <laughs> is that everybody has a damn voice? What you need to do is fix. <laughs> That's the well, main problem. Social media lets everybody have a voice. You could be. I don't know. You, you know, you you could just have learned how to speak. I mean, there's cats on Twitter, but <laughs> instead of sp- talking stupid, and every every take that Big Ten fan makes, I think is stupid, right? So I think he needs to shut. I I would I would mute my account and watch wrestling for like a couple years and then come back and then be like, oh, okay, you're good now. Yeah, that's that's sort of the point I made last show. I think you made it better. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, you know, to, to speak with such um, purpose and authority, you expect some level of, like, education about the topic at hand. And we're just not – we're not seeing that routinely. So, um, yeah, I didn't think astronaut should – or gee, I don't know. To, but to me, here's the thing. I don't know. An open shove is, like, a lot more aggressive than – probably what DeSanto did, which was kind of like within the lines of, mm, nope. of wrestling. Nope. You don't think so? DeSanto bounced his head off the mat. It's not and much spit different on the mat. than a face mush. What is it? No, face That's m- just an accelerated face, face mush. Face just going, he's he bouncing his head off the mat like that. That's not well, cool. When you ro- I'm, when you, I'm against that. Yeah, Gable did the exact same thing. The and exact when, same thing. He bounced when his when head you, off the mat. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Come on, man. When you run out front and you like face mush somebody, you're bouncing their head off the mat. No, you're holding it down. When you initially put your hands on them, you push their head into the mat. Okay, push your head on the mat. He was going like this, like bouncing like a basketball. He there's did, a difference. He did there's, it twice. There's let's a difference. Not, let's it not over It was a double dribble. It was. it was a double dribble. Yeah. If anything, they should have called I that. I don't know. The bottom line for me is the Ashnault G Feller thing. It lasted three seconds. Nobody got hurt. Right. <clears throat> Who cares? Okie doke. So if somebody had gotten hurt. All right, here we go. Yeah, no one got hurt. Okay. Penn State also wrestled twice, actually. Um, Two times. And I think they, they looked sluggish, right? They didn't look as good. And so I was like, well, this happens to them. And I went and looked, and we had this exact same conversation after the Michigan duel. And I was like, I wonder when the Michigan duel was last year. And it was January 12th, one exactly one year and one day before the Wisconsin duel, where they didn't look yeah. great, where Tristan Moran beat Nick Lee, where Cole Martin beat Brady Berge. They didn't look, um, you know, like the the complete optimized axe murders. So to me, the only take is they the, the Penn State staff and team program is right now, bottom line, the best at peaking, periodization, whatever you want to call it. And that just shows... They're probably right on track. This is a point in their training and competition where they're probably looking to see a dip, and they're going to ramp up again and uh, up till uh, till Big Ten's NCAs is my theory, right? And I think it's just it's funny that those duels would happen one year apart from each other. Two very different teams. Michigan was was better last year, and that was the match where, if you remember, Pantelio took down Nolf, I think twice. Um, oh, that was the and then chose bottom, bottom and got thing. ridden out. And the Abinator. Abinator nickel. nickel was crazy. Um, and, you know, Massa Chenzo, I think, is always going to be probably somewhat close. I think Mark and Amin, Mark won, but close. I think it was close, I right? I believe that was riding it time came down as well. Riding time, yeah. yeah. Riding time. Uh, so, you know, they didn't look great. They didn't look great in, in that match. So, and, and they didn't look great here. Just, 
to me, I don't know what you take you take from it other than, you know, you look at Nick Lee and Tristan Moran. I'm going to take the guy that's getting the legs consistently, and those guys wrestle ten times. It's probably eight, two, seven, three for Nick Lee in my opinion. I just don't think it's replicable to to counter your way. Now the last takedown was true offense for Moran for the underhook and throwing the boot in, but uh, but well, they were very mad about that one. Who the Penn the Penn State kids behind me? They were. Just because he had the wizard and they didn't understand the the far leg. Well, then yeah. they they should watch Bo Nickel, Gabe Dean, uh, NCAA finals because that's the exact same way he scored. There's a, there's a couple things with that though. So the being uh, a year apart thing. So it's like okay, does you know that f- second week of January or whatever is that in their training plan? That's a week where they just go hard, and so therefore. Um, you know, basically they train through a, a meet and there's no, like, there's no tapering whatsoever. So they're going to look kind of bad there. There's also, they were, the Big Ten didn't really do them any favors. And this is like any team, like going, going to Chicago and then having to come back, like ha- having a home in a way or a, away in home is also really weird. Um, and so then that brings into question, um, if it's like part of their training thing, was Kale playing possum in the, in the, uh, presser because he repeated like over and over again. He's like, you know, like that's on me. Like their performance was on me today. We underperformed because I didn't have them prepared, and and you know, or I overtrained them, or da da da. So like he he kept saying that, and I mean maybe he was playing possum, right? But um, it was just interesting that he like kept talking about, I, you know, I, I basically like I wasn't happy with the way this went because of things that like I and my staff did. Hmm. Well, I think he's gonna stand out in front for for his team. Sure, so it's not sure. Terribly- Surprising, and I, I think it. Uh, who knows? I think it was probably somewhat by design. Now you never say, "Hey, let's lose matches." <laughs> right. But it's like you you accept that. Okay, there's going to be some duels where we're not at our best, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a byproduct of the training that they're doing. So that was my thought. Also, uh, Wisconsin wrestled well. They wrestled hard. Now, not every match, obviously, but there's a good number of matches where how. This should, they and, came ready. And here's the other thing. You know, the Bergie match. I mean, he's up 6-2. Three takedowns, no problem. First period, you're like, well, this is over. Wake me up. Uh, and then just, I don't know. It seemed like he kind of hit a little bit of a wall there. And Cole Martin kept coming. Um, you know, the headlock from the counter, he just kind of got stuffed and run over. That, that surprised me. So, I, you know, I, I just think... Well, with Bergie... those matches. I mean, so, so you talked about... Or the whole show, we talked about this, right? Like... After the scuffle and after some matches, we're like, this is who Bergie's going to be, right? We we anticipate, we, we feel pretty strongly that he's going to go up and wait next year. And that because of that, he's going to be a little more conservative. And he is a little more conservative anyway in terms of he's mainly retech go-behind stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the one time that he is offensive early on, maybe it wore him out a little more than he expected. And the whole rest of the team already looked a little worn down anyway. And I didn't even f- consider the, the cut. Again, we kind of haven't really seen that the kind of negative impacts of like it's just hypothesis, but that you know we we think he's pretty big for the weight and that the cut is a thing for him, mm-hmm. so it would make sense that he would would potentially fade a little bit, especially off you know the weekend and the training cycle. So maybe it was a confluence of things. But give credit to Wisconsin, man. Um, I almost I was really excited uh, about the Bo Bresky Bo Nickel match, <laughs> just because. 
it, it was so I was really hoping for the decision there because obviously I'm going to win a chicken bet with Kyle Brackey because he says that Bo Nickel will bonus the rest of the season. It's simply not going to happen. It almost happened against a 74 pounder named Bo Bresky. But you it can't wait for it to happen <laughs> in a party on you. It's not going to. He is going to have a decision. But, <clears throat> but what I was going to do because I was so excited, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do. I'm going to offer him double or nothing right now. I'll say, you know what, you can just wipe the slate clean, and I'll give you another one. But There'll be another three-piece involved. But I didn't get to do that because Bo found a way to get the, the major decision. It was theorized by some of our friends who asked questions that, does Bo Bresky listen to FRL and try to help me out? There's been no communication. The entire <laughs> There's been no communication between myself and Bo Bresky. Bo Bresky is small. Like, yeah. I know we thought that, but Coming man. from Nomad. But, like, it's just like, good Lord, McDonough. He's like, wow, we've had him for a month. We're going to bulk him up. Okay. Badger bulk job? Badger bulk job. Right. Badger Max. They need a lot of Badger Max for, for Bo Bradley. <coughs> so that was that. Uh, that was Penn State. Willie, I don't know if you have any Penn State, Wisconsin thoughts or reflections. I don't. I really didn't. I want to watch the matches. Uh, oh, yeah. I, should... I, I haven't gotten around to watching them yet, but I don't I have no concerns. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's going to change anything. Same here. Okay. Well, that was good. Let's get to uh, some myths. Some We're not going to talk me? about like Nolf Deacon, Shinzo oh. not wrestling. I guess yeah, we should talk about that. So Nolf Deacon was next topic. Jason Nolf, he smashed. I didn't think it would be a major, and it was. He won by nine, and uh, yeah, he is so much better than everyone at this weight class. Cancel one fifty-seven, and does he just turn it on when he wants to because it sure looked like that. Yes. Yeah, I think probably so. Or, like, when he wants, not, like, to be serious, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, other Well, times, I think sometimes he's playing. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, against, like, against other opponents. And yeah. then that was like, all right, I'm going to, like, send a message here. There was, it was really interesting to me, the third period, because it was just clear that Deacon's mindset was like, I don't care how many stall points I give up. Like, the moral victory for me is to hold him down for the entire period. Man, he got called for locked hands. Like, he's literally just locking his hands. He's like, he's not getting, I don't care what it takes. I'll get kicked out of the match before I allow him to escape. Like, all right, man, some, you know, sometimes you got to make those little challenges for yourself. Like, that's yeah. interesting. Although, the, so Ben Asker made a point about this is a mean fecundo, and I agree with it because I called it on Deacon, too. When the other guy is standing, when the guy on bottom is standing up, and the other guy is behind him and not trying to make a return, but the other guy is all just kind of like doing this, like mm-hmm. looks like he's floating in the water. That's a stalemate. You just not stalling if the other guy's making no attempt whatsoever to get out. He's not moving with the hands. He's not moving his feet. He's just kind of like oh, I'm floating in the water. I hate that crap because the the guy gets to their feet, and then it becomes the top guy. Yeah, he is supposed to return, but there are things you can. The bottom do. guy's supposed to get out too. Well, there's some things you can do. From standing, if a guy's behind you, to prevent him from returning you, but also prevent you from even being released, right? When you're grabbing at the hands and stuff. So there's some some trickeration that can that can go on there that that I don't really like. But yeah, with uh, Nolf, he's the man. I don't know who wants second. He has uh, burger this week, so jeez, it'll be you know the, the, One the number two. two, number three guy, yeah. So he did once upon a time beat him, which we're just required, we're legally we obligated to, to mention. We have to say yeah. that he beat him at the last, 2011 Flow Nationals. Yeah. The last three meetings, <clears throat> I believe, three matches ago was a tech. The last two have been eight point majors. Hmm. Okay. 
Now, and then we know no Chinzo. What no do we Chin- make of that? I don't know. He didn't wrestle either match this weekend. I don't know why. So he didn't weigh in on Sunday, aka not yesterday. Today's Tuesday. He didn't weigh in on Sunday. I have no <coughs> idea if he weighed in or not on Friday. Mm-hmm. But he was supposedly there at Northwestern. Um, Jeff Byers was saying on radio that he is that he he will definitely be back next week. He was listed among probable starters for Wisconsin. Friday Saturday. He was on the poster that they gave out to all the fans. Uh, he was on the header of all of their or of like a couple of their stories that they put out. Like he was like the banner pick. So I don't know. But mm. he wasn't there. And Kale said when he feels well, he'll wrestle. So there you go. What else do you need to know? Um, so maybe that means he didn't feel well. Yeah. Get well soon, Vincenzo. Cues for Matt. But it, it didn't sound like it's going to be a long term thing. Of course. All right. Someone... Hey, hey, shout out to the Qs. No, shout out to the Fs. Uh, Shout out to no, the sh- quiet. We need. I you need, can try to get your way back in. Because uh, here's what you're gonna do. No, no, no. Listen, I don't. I don't care. I, I don't care about answering the question. I want. I just. Uh, but I do want to say good job by the F's this week because they went more comedy than actual trying to like stump us. Or They're come often up with, funny. Thank you for your input. Thanks. No one cares. They're always funny. But I love, if this a few good men thing, we had quite a few a few good men references. I'm loving it. First of all, it, it's so hilarious that that movie is coming up because it's very one of the few movies. It's a I very like. good movie. I tell you, I don't want to tell you, but I'll tell you. Me and Christian, like, are sort of obsessed with Tombstone. Mm-hmm. So if you, can ever, if you can ever get some Tombstone stuff in there, you're likely to get on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of want... It would kind of be funny if it's a few good men, because someone asked if, um, if oh, I just need to find the question. But um, huh. would it have helped Suriano's case if Demi Moore had been there to strenuously object on his behalf? <laughs> that is freaking great. That is great. That is great. Um, no, Demi and I, as I said, uh, Demi wasn't there. They taught the day they taught law at law school. All right. So thanks to the questions from friends, they always deliver. There were a lot of good ones. Uh, someone asked if Chinzo struggles with weight. I have no idea. Um, that has been theorized, but is only rumor. So I have no idea. Is that theorized because of one time at the scuffle? No, no, that's not why. But okay. yeah, when he was trying to make no. forty nine, that was a problem. But it was. Oh, that's right. He was listed at forty nine. <laughs> yeah. There was a rumor two summers ago that Vincenzo got very, very high in weight, and that's where this all comes from. Yes. Like, after he won as a freshman, he got uh, large, which happens to most guys. But he uh, may have, That's not really He usual. may have gotten especially large, but it doesn't matter. He'll be fine when it matters. Okay. Uh, this was actually kind of funny, because I don't know if he's being funny or not, but Michael Jarman asks, have you ever thought about doing live phone calls from friends with questions? I think he's being I, serious. I don't think he's being serious. I think, he's, so, I, yeah, I don't I think, think he's probably being serious. So... The the longtime listeners all know that this is a very funny question to ask. But to you, we, we are adding... And you know what? That brings up a good point. Something we never do on this show is, is talk about how you can consume this show. If you did not know, this show is live-streamed on the site, flowwrestling.org, typically on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, okay? And you can also 
download and subscribe on iTunes. You should all do that. And maybe Stitcher. Stitcher. And... Stitcher. Yeah. So Stitcher for you Android uh, users. We should get on Spotify. So we should say that more. I feel I listen to other podcasts. They say that all the time. We don't ever say. So there's other ways you can listen to this because sometimes people will be like, I don't know. I think they the medium they use is like the only medium they're aware of. So lots of different ways to listen. But anywho, we did take calls from friends one time. And it was the second show ever. And someone prank called me. And if you ever see, we ask questions from Johnny from Roanoke. It was a guy who went under the pseudonym of Johnny who asked me a very vulgar question that will live in infamy that... Um, how many bleeps do you bleep? How many bleeps do I bleep? I think it was a day. Yeah, I think it was a per day. Yeah. Per day. He wanted the per day uh, ratio. So we hung up on him. We took a couple more calls that show that were okay. They were fine. They were fine. And then we said, all right, we'll never do this again. <laughs> and we sure enough haven't. Um, I think this is a little safer way because you know, you know exactly what's going to happen. It's very easy to get through a screening process. All you have to do is have a real topic and yeah. say that's what you want to talk about. I want to talk then, about uh, Chenzo not wrestling. I want to talk about uh, whatever. Okay. All right. What's your what's go, your question, man? ACP, go bleep yourself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. And they would, it would happen so much. So yeah. that's why we're probably not going to do it. Maybe uh, we'll have to really know the person. So probably not. Um, other questions. If Oklahoma State and Iowa combined teams, could they beat Penn State in a dual meet? Well, I think so. Pitch. Well, Spencer. Spencer. Think Spen oh, oh, Oklahoma State now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So Spencer would beat um, Schnapp. Mm -hmm. Feel safe there. Yep. 33, Dayton over RBY. Yep. 41. Mm, yeah, it's tough. I'll go Nick Lee. So there's one for Penn State. All right, 49 for sure. Mm. Yeah, G, G would be G Feller. G Feller. Yeah, G. Yeah. Okay, wait, so that's just still just one minute. Now here's trouble 57, 65, 74, 84. 84 is Wilkie or 97. Yeah. No. Nope. There's six right there. Sorry. We did our best. Even, and Kassar, white is, um, white's better or white one. Negligible, yeah. But, you know, they could that could be close. So, no. I don't know if there's any combination of two teams that could beat them in a duel, at least on paper. Maybe. When you have five, like, yeah, it's really tough. Maybe Russia and Iowa. Maybe, maybe you get Osedia involved. Mm -hmm. um, I really didn't think that would be the thing. Okay. Um, who Can we get an un update on unresolved Popeye's wagers? Well, Willie <laughs> owes me chicken for Cassiope, and mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh, – <laughs> And it's TBD for... Uh, so he owes you something? Oh, yeah. He still owes me chicken from a year ago. I refuse. That was... That I was had contingent. one chicken bed ever. It was between me and Nomad. And as soon as we got back from Big Tins, I took him to Canes. Yeah. Because I'm a man. Yep. What was the... Uh, he welched what? on that his. Big time. Completely what was the, contingent. What was the one that Nomad welched on? I, we need to go back and find it because actually you admitted afterwards that you lost the bet. But then now you're just... You're just totally I lost welched. the bet because they changed the seeds on me. It was it was entirely bracket based, and then somebody didn't show up. We got so you said that somebody would beat somebody. But Guys, I said I said that I old man Andy Simmons, oh yeah, would, <laughs> would place above his seed at the U.S. Open, and he did. And then they changed his seed, 
And he didn't. And he didn't. Yep, yeah, it was something ridiculous, like he'd make the finals or something. No, it was not that he would make the finals. It was that he would place above his seed, which was like five. Four. It was like yeah, and then he was gonna wrestle for he's gonna wrestle for uh <laughs> and third. I think they probably changed his seed. Didn't they move him down one? Yeah. No, they moved him up. Because it, it was because it was bottom yeah, it was bottom This side. is not the bet. Side. This yes, is a lie and it's not the bet. I am ch- I need you. I need your help right now. Wrestling faithful. That was, that was the bet. Go back and find this episode. It should have been in April I, of 2018. I broke it down. I I said like this is how the seeding is going to be. This is what's going to happen, and then he's going to end up beating a seed. There's no way that was yep. the the details of this. Exactly I'm happened. looking to you guys find that footage. Get me some more chicken. I'm I'm we burst at the seams with all the chicken. I'm going to win. Getting sick of all this winning. Um, okay. What is the biggest conspiracy? Area 51, Malaysian Airlines flight, MH370, Mothman, or Shakur's ranking? Shakur's ranking. Shakur's ranking. Clearly. This goes straight to the top. Yep. If you can't figure out Shakur's ranking, I feel sorry for you. I like that Sean Myers uh, was there. It does. He has Vince uh, this week. so That'll help. <clears throat> Vince, uh, man. So... There was a time we were supposed to have the uh, UNI-Nebraska duel on oh my flow. God. I am so glad that it wasn't because everyone would have been so furious with us. They did this gymnastics thing alongside of it, right? And basically during the best moments of the match, they would switch to McKenzie on vault. It's like Vince put Foster on his back. It's like maybe the biggest match of the duel. You don't even see it. But the Dude, guys are that- talking about what's happening while... You oh know, God. it was horrible. Oh, it would have been. How bad would that have been? We would the have been ripped. There's nothing them. we could do about it. Oh, that, man. They increased how many times they went to the gymnastics side of things. Like, right at the two best matches. Lujan and Labriola and Foster and Venz. They were on gymnastics more than they were. I was like, okay. Sienna got a 9.7 on <laughs> Yeah. I was like, all right, let's go to Jessica's floor routine. Labriol and Lujan are wrestling. It would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Um, it yeah, been we would have level midnight uh, in our flow mentions, and there's nothing. We're, we would have been powerless. So Willie and I watched, and uh, we had some jokes, but that was a pretty good duel. Otherwise, Vince fought. The reason you brought up Vince, Vince Foster was a really, really good match. Um, okay. Any other questions before we depart? Any other thoughts? Things we didn't get to today. This is a pretty, pretty loaded show. Uh, I like the question about what percent chance do we see Pico next year trials? Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. So Pico it's put an Instagram video. Is that a question we got? Yes. I didn't see it. I liked it so that I would remember it. Thank you for liking yeah, it and job. then remembering it because I didn't even <sighs> see it. So Pico put out an Instagram video of him and Valentin, um, and he says we're, our like our job's not done yet, or we're, we'll be back together soon, and, or something like that. And remember, they they kind of had a little parting of ways after trials. Yes, last last the uh, twenty sixteen trials. Yes, yes, and so that got me. I'm going to read exactly what we said. We've won many battles together. We are not finished, Coach. At Valentin Kalika, um, so I love that. Now the question is. Is he going to do a Cejudo and just roll up to the trials? And Well, he'll have to qualify for them. I don't think he will automatically qualify like Henry may have in 2012. I don't know if you remember that far back. You know, and and when Henry wrestled, he still had the skills. I don't think he had 
I don't think his heart was all into it. Well, no. I mean, he, his training situation wasn't right. You know, he, he was uh, at, like Grand Canyon. But wrestling. it did give us uh, Oliver Simmons. Or not Oliver. Um, Oliver Cejudo? Yeah, I was, or, sorry, I was looking at Jordan Oliver. Cejudo. C- Simmons. Nick Simmons versus Cejudo. <clears throat> one of the best matches. That was a really good match. Yeah. It was a really good match. So, but enough about Henry. Aaron, so if he wants to come back, what's kind of, what does he need to do? Does he need to pause MMA? Does he need to, how, how much terms? I, I, I hope it means we'll see a ramping up of, of his competition, right? I mean, he, if he really wants to, if he wants to come back, it's because he wants to win the Olympics. If he wants to win the Olympics, he's going to have to compete. Right? He will have to, yeah, he'll have to wrestle, he'll have to qualify, right? I mean, he'll have to go to like, uh, New York ACs or and or U.S. Open, right? You would think. You would think. Now the question for me, U.S. Open. The question for me is weight. I know. What weight class does he go? On I a just, two day. One forty three. One forty three and a half back to back days. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, there's a way, but it it stinks. I don't know if. And he we're can talking do it. Olympics here, so the next one is seventy four. And I don't think he's big enough for that. I mean, he ain't that Kyle Dake noise, Jordan Burroughs. I just don't think so. Right? Mm-hmm. He's next level. But so I don't know. I really hope he comes back. People love Pico. We love Pico. He's the man. Uh, he's got a fight into the month, I think. Mm-hmm. They need to start giving him some. I know he lost his first match, so maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm ready for him to start getting some dudes. Like, let him, all right, let him start climbing. Once he KOs this person, which I hope he does. Then it's like, all right, start ramping it up for Cheeks. Okay. All right. I forgot that was his nickname. Anything else before we go? No, I'm looking up his fight. I can't find it at the moment, but we'll see what his next fight is. All right. He's just hammering people. Yeah. Liquefying uh, spleens. Okay. We are ready to go. Thank you so much for, for listening. You can play the outro music. Friends in the control room, Caitlin and Chris. Um, we will be back next Thursday, this Thursday, two days from now. We are so thankful to you for listening. We're thankful to ASICs for their support of Flow Wrestling Radio Live and wrestlers around the world. N- Nomad, I don't know what you got on deck. Who's number one tomorrow? Uh, we got Breck Strategy coming. Mm. Maybe maybe high rankings. Um, and Olympic Retro Criteria. Oh, Big. So I have a, list of a lot of people qualified. are going to qualify for that. Yes, it's going. It's a large potential list of people who could get an Olympic. Uh, I I say Tanner Hall. He shout needs to out. read this article and, and get another year. Real quick, shout out to Yankee Fan Thirty Three on the Hawkeye Report forum for doing the uh, lion's share of the legwork for me. I only got to do a little bit more. So whoever you are, thank you. I appreciate it. I'll mention you in the article. Wow, Yankee! Even a Yankee fan. It's it's Willie. Literally, <laughs> just thank Willie. Work thanks, with Will. All right, thanks, guys. We'll be back Thursday. See you then. <laughs>